When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. All right, welcome back to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, including music. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Oh, boy. Okay. Steve. Hi. Uh-oh. That doesn't sound like a relaxed sigh. That sounds well, like Well, a- I was going to start with Adele and tell you about what she said about this, her divorce. So this was her first interview that she's done in five years. Wow. Yep. It's in vogue. And she looks oh. incredible. And... Her album, her new album, which comes out next week, was inspired by her divorce. She says, I think when couples hear it, a lot of women are going to be like, I'm done with my marriage. Whoa. Okay. Jeez. Cool it, Adele. She said, can you imagine couples listening to the song about my divorce in the car? It'd be so awkward. I think a lot of women are going to say, I'm done. There's one particular song uh, for her son, and she said, I wanted to show Angelo what I expect him uh, to treat his partner like. She said, after going through a divorce, my requirements are sky high. There's a very big pair of shoes to fill. She said her divorce did not end on a bad note. She just says it wasn't right for her anymore. She said, I didn't want to end up like a lot of other people I knew. I wasn't miserable, but I would have been miserable had I not put myself first. What do you think about that, Donna? Give us your thoughts. I don't completely disagree with that. So she divorced before she was even miserable. Just unhappy? I mean, I'm unhappy on a Wednesday, lose unhappy on a Friday. I I think... It's tough without knowing details. It's tough without knowing details because... And the context in which she's speaking, yes. It's it's tough without knowing details. It is. You know? Like, she... Like, why is she saying, I needed to put myself first? What was happening there that you felt you weren't... You aren't being taken care of. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. And a healthy marriage works best when you're putting the other person first, when both people are doing that, when it's a selfless, sacrificial love for each other. So 
I don't know. You're not going to get it out of me today. I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to poke the bear, <laughs> trying to get me irritated. Um, okay. But hey, you can you can read the stuff yourself. I don't know. All right. I, I, I will be excited to hear Adele's voice singing music, singing songs again. Ditto. Okay, that's fair. Whether or not she and I would agree about, you know, ideas about marriage, maybe, maybe not. And that's okay. That's all right. That's okay. That's what makes the world go around. Because you know why today's going to be a good Friday and you can't get me down? Why? Because it's time for a little rock talk, my no. friends. Yes, indeed, Donna. Oh. Yes, and it. this is legit. This really should be happening, okay? How does he fit into music news? You're about to find out, okay? Do you want your yeah, intro? Yeah, yeah I, I guess. Make it official, Yeah, I don't sure. know where it is. Rock top. You want to rock. I want to talk. This is rock talk. Just get me the rock. I want to talk. Where Donna and Steve talk about the rock. I want to talk. Rock show. I want to talk. Rock show. All right, so listen, we're talking about The Rock during uh, music news because he just dropped his first ever rap song today. Now, you know I've got love for The Rock. This I think is he's very entertaining. Mm-hmm. He's on a song with Tech 9 and uh, uh, Joey Cool. Joey Cool. The song is called Face Off. Way back in the day, Dwayne Johnson was featured on a Wyclef Jean song called It Doesn't Matter. Now, he didn't rap in it. It just sampled, you know, Wyclef would go, I got 50 Bentleys uh, up in the West Indies, and then The Rock would come in with, It Doesn't Matter. I got hum to hum da ba da ba da ba da It Doesn't Matter. But this time, The Rock is rapping. When, he, when I saw this on his Instagram, I was really nervous. I don't know how this is going to sound. I will say one person on Twitter Saying, like, the fact that The Rock is on a Tech 9 rap song and he actually spits and it's good was not on my 2021 vision board. With that, let's all listen together. Okay. Is it clean? Is this uh, clean? Spotify did not give me the E for explicit. I'm going to start right at the beginning. All right, because he does drop a, a mother bleeping at one point. I'm okay. the mother bleeping rock. Here oh, we go with Henry. Dwayne The Rock Johnson rapping. Rock. Listen. Another Tech 9. Mm. I probably could have done without the rap. Thank you, Terramana. <laughs> oh, and then he gets in Terramana tequila, his bunch oh, of Terramana. All right, listen, you know I probably could have done I was thinking about the other day. I was driving down the road and I saw a Snoop Dogg gin ad, you know, on a bus side or a truck, truck side. Do you guys, if you guys are at the liquor store buying booze, are you like, hey. I want to buy a booze that was invented by a celebrity that no, just Steve came does. out a week ago? He's like, ugh. Okay. The Rock has tequila. <laughs> Listen, because then I'll be like The Rock. Well, I was watching a little video. He put out a teaser video of that song yesterday, and it was him lifting weights in the gym. And it does make me want to lift weights. I don't know. I don't know, guys. Listen, if I leave Twin Cities Live and become a an actual competitive bodybuilder, <laughs> then so be it. That's the second chapter of this story. Okay. All right. Well, Rocco, you can grease me down before shows. And then I'll take my face off. Now that you've eaten up all of our time. All right, let's do bonus music after the. You want to do bonus music? I mean, it's Friday. There's tons of bonus music. And we got Robert Plant and Alison Krauss, who I love. And we have a new song from 
Soft cell. Blink, tainted love. Me, please, and I cannot stand the way you tease. We'll go to break just to make that <laughs> stop. We're coming right back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with the one and only. <laughs> DJ Rock Lobster. <laughs> Maybe that should be our song coming Look, back. Rock Lobster. Oh, Rocco. Maybe when I join you at um, 10 every Yeah, day. let's do that. Are you going to be working all weekend? Uh, TV really good. Thanks for asking. Yeah, I missed yeah, it. Good time on the TV. Uh, a lot of people are recognizing <laughs> us now in stores, which is awesome. <laughs> um, Rocco, how are you doing on the Speaking of Music? We're yeah. doing a continuation, New Music Friday. Um, are you working all weekend figuring out the Don and Steve experience, experience intro? It's not a bad <clears throat> idea. You know, I brought it up to somebody the other day or yesterday mm. and they were like, oh yeah, kind of like the Jimi Hendrix experience. And then somebody's like, oh no, Steve doesn't like Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. He sounds like Fat Albert. Okay. One time <laughs> we all said that together. I don't remember Jimi Hendrix in All Along the Watch. You were the one who started I it, know, I think, Donna. I and now Kenny hates me. <laughs> There must be some kind of way out of here. <laughs> that is absolutely what that part sounds like. <laughs> but you want to get me down with some purple haze? Come yeah. on. Well, there is the song, Are You Experienced? Maybe I can work that in. Dude, I can't wait to see what happens. And I can't wait to see Amy shut it down. Well, here's the thing. Um, a little behind-the-scenes stuff. We're coming out with kind of a new... Um, you know, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put some new paint on this station. You know, what? it's my my other job here is to sort of do intros and promos and commercials. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, I'm gonna freshen things up real soon, like this month. So, wow, maybe let's make it the Don and Steve experience. Let's go, bro. Yeah, okay. Now for some Robert Plant. Yeah, you ready? I love these two together. It's Robert Plant and Allison Krauss. I think he's kind of got the lead on this, and she's kind of, you know, doing harmonizing. Yeah, it's kind of like our show, the Don and Steve experience. Right. (laughs) But completely different. Yeah. It's called High and Lonesome. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Come on, Spotify. I like it. I really do. I like that. Yeah. You know, one of my, you know, one of my big FOMO regrets is that like Robert Plant played like uh, the surf ballroom in Iowa kind of right before the pandemic. And that's the last place that um, Buddy Holly played before he oh, died. Oh, wow. Yes. And I was like, how did I miss that? That would have been worth driving the two hours or whatever for. Right. Dumb me. It's T-Bone Burnett. Yeah. Yep. You could feel it. You could feel that vibe. Now, did we hear Allison Krauss come in at all there? Not really. And I love Robert Plant. I just, you know. I heard some harmonies there. Did you hear a little? Was yeah, a little? But it was uh, very... In the background, that was so, T-Bone keeping her down. They um, they recorded this in Nashville two weeks uh, or just a few weeks before the 2020 lockdown. Um, they're doing songs by Merle Haggard, uh, the Everly Brothers, um, Betty Harris, Calexico, all mm-hmm. sorts of different people. So they're going to put their own spin on those songs. This is 14 years after they uh, put out that amazing album which was a grammy winner now i forget did they come here like play the state theater or something together because that would be a fun show to oh see my gosh i would totally go to that show um so 2007 raising sand it won six grammys uh record and album of the year so maybe this one will be very similar 
Okay, so that's their song from their upcoming album. Now we hear from Soft Cell for the first time in a very long time. Would you call them a one-hit wonder? So, yeah, they had, um, yeah, but obviously they had, um, now I know I got to, what is it called? Tainted, Tainted Love. Tainted yeah, that's the only love. one. And I'm kind of looking at their thing. I don't really see a second hit here. Hmm. Okay. Um, This one is called Bruises. (laughs) Track six on the very best of Soft Cell is a song called Sex Dwarf. Wow. Is that big in your world? (laughs) Do we want (laughs) a little glimpse into my personal life? Sex Dwarf. (laughs) Do we want to hear that one instead of their new song? No. This is called Bruises on My Illusions. Okay, here it goes. I did see yesterday. I didn't. I had it written down for the Dirt Alert, but didn't use it. But um, Tears for Fears announced they're going to have a new album out soon. That I would like oh. to hear. Yeah. Wow. What's old is new. You're not a bad dog. Not a bad dog. What are you talking not about? Not a bad dog. I don't think you guys would like the song "Sex Dwarf." I'm looking at the lyrics. <laughs> it's a little weird. Is there anything clean that you can read of the lyrics? Well, first of all, it's probably politically incorrect. I don't know what the right word. There. Um, I mean, there's no words you can't say on the radio or anything like that. It's just, um, oh my word, yeah, I don't like that second verse. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, sex dwarf, sex dwarf. Oh, the chorus is pretty on the nose, yeah. They just say it seven times, maybe six times. Let's see what the meaning is, yeah. (laughs) Songmeanings.com. Um, oh my word, uh, it has to do with a, a life of vice. Hmm. Speaking of Vice, Vice.com did a that. deep you can't dive say it has on this. Song. With the life of Vice, you just read the second line. Don't act like you. I didn't see the second line. It. Really? No. I where the I let's, oh luring you know disco what? dollies to a life of Vice. I think we just need to cleanse oh. our palate. Thank you. Thank you. Let's Rocco. let's try to remember Soft yes. Cell well. No, I want to hear the lyrics to Sex Dwarf. No, you don't. I don't think. Just pull it involves and... a leash and a disco. What? Isn't it nice, sugar and spice, luring disco dollies to a life of vice? I can make a film and make you my star. You'd be a natural the way you are. Okay, skip ahead yeah. to the leash part. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> not good. <laughs> yeah. oh. Some people like leashes. I mean, let's not judge. And then... Oh. Not walking a dog. I mean, walking down the street. Maybe that's what he calls his dog. Uh, which is also, that's dwarf. also problematic. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a way out of this, Donna. Uh, there must sense. be someone a way out of here. Circle. <laughs> 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 there must be some kind of way out of here. I think we need to play that every time we go down a rabbit hole that we desperately yes. need to get. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Get out of Can we get like oh, sex dwarf? Man, then go on Since about the Rolls Royce. None of this is going in the podcast. <laughs> music. Can you uh, pull up? Can we get some Hendrix? Uh, there must be some kind of way out of here. Yeah, let's do that. Hey, kids. I'm Jimmy the Clown. <laughs> oh my yeah, God, I don't know what's happening. Oh, Lord. Oh. Yes, you're right, Rocco. We need it as a drop to get us out when things get a little too left to center, yeah. as it were. Well, it's Here's the, the line we Steve like. experience. What do you want? No reason to get excited. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey. You guys. We can make it a drop. Let's play okay, a game or something. All right. Uh, give us a call. 651-641-1071. Again, the number. Six million. Oh, gosh. All right. Five, Just six, call five, one, if you want to win a prize. All right. 651-641-1071. The game is College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's me versus Donna. Pick the person that you think is going to win. Pick the right person. You win a prize. One paddle. <laughs> okay. For a vote. Hello. Hello. We're back. And better than ever. Yeah. Eh, that's not true. Just wanted to test it out. Uh, we got a caller on the line, DJ Rock Lobster. Correct. All right, shall we play a Let's game? It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but no, it's fun. No, and here's no. your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do want to see how smart you are. I also want to celebrate National Physician Assistant Week. Celebrated every year from October 6th through the 12th. Treating patients Ooh. in today's complex healthcare setting takes a whole team of professionals. National Physician Assistant Week. I was going to do questions about nurses, but then I learned that nurses and physician assistants are two different things. So nice. what I am going to do is quiz you on TV shows about hospitals. I love it. And here to play along and figure out which one of you two knows more about hospital TV shows is, I wrote down her name, it's Laura. Hey, Laura, Laura. welcome to the Donna and Steve experience. How are you? Great. How are you guys? Oh, we're doing really, really well. No, Donna. That's real good. Yeah, real, real good. good, Laura. Um, so today's topic is TV shows that are uh, have to do with a hospital or set in a hospital. Um, who would you like to put your money on, Donna or Steve? I think I'm going with Steve today. That's my girl. Okay. I am going to, I don't know, cause trouble out there. Yeah, do, do a rap or something out in the hallway. Laura, um... Hey, I, Hannah, videotape this. It's yeah, going to be get funny. Yeah, um, <laughs> At the risk of burning a bridge with you, Laura, I am going to guess your age based on your voice. Okay. Now, I want to tell you, first of all, Laura strikes me as a bit of a, a younger name, Um. But I'm going to go with my gut here because I'm not in it to make friends. I'm in it to prove that I could work at a carnival someday. You are 58 years young. You are very close. You're one year off. What are you? I'm 59. Wow. Look at that. Look at that. Honestly, goodness. Rocco, did you hear that? 
You were off by a year. A I mean, year. at the carnival, they get a buffer, right? Yes, it's yeah. a, like a two or three year buffer. This is incredible. All right. Thank you so much, Laura. I'm going to do my And best I was actually you. named after my grandmother, so. Oh, my gosh. Look yeah. at this. You said Laura's a young name that does not. That seems like kind of a name that's been around. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, immediately, I thought of Laura Bush. Laura and I have been social distancing for years. All right. <laughs> let's go. Let's play the game. Okay. Um, I'm going to put Laura down uh, on hold, that is. I'm not going <laughs> yeah, to not gonna give her a tranquilizer. She's Louise. Or, uh, you know, cyanide or anything. Um <laughs> We're going to quiz Steve on TV shows about hospitals. It's going to start with this one. <laughs> uh, Denzel Washington's big break came in 1982 when he played Dr. Philip Chandler on what NBC show? St. Elmo's Fire? St. Elsewhere. Okay. What show takes place at a hospital once called Seattle Grace Hospital? Grace Anatomy. And what show takes place at County General Hospital in Chicago, Illinois? General Hospital. Uh, let's go back to number one. Saint Elsewhere. Saint Elmo's Fire. Um, Saint Elsewhere is what I'm going to okay. go with, and really need Laura's help. Um, Laura. Laura. All right, we'll go. We'll do one by one. He said that Denzel Washington got his big break in '82 on the NBC show Saint Elsewhere. Your thoughts? I think he's right there. Okay. And he said that Grey's Anatomy is the show that takes place at a hospital once called Seattle Grace Hospital. I think he's right there, too. This is the one he was not sure on, but maybe he nailed it. What show takes place at County General Hospital in Chicago, Illinois? He said General Hospital. And I'm not sure if that's right. That's a little too on the nose. Is there another show? Yeah. Oh, um, wait, wait. Did you say in Chicago? Mm-hmm. The only thing ER. I could think of all, all those Chicago fires. and I think ER was set in Chicago. Oh, you might be right. Let's go ER. Okay, you guys talk. I'll go right. get Donna. And, can, you know, confirm whether you like that yeah, one. Yeah, we're going to go. We'll, we'll go ER. That'll be our final answer for that. Do you feel yeah, good about that, Laura? I, I think you're right there. Okay, wonderful. He's going to get Donna. Um, the listening audience would like to know, what do you have planned next in your day? I'm at work right now. So. Oh, is that why you're talking low? No. Are you well, supposed this to be is doing just something? the way I talk. Are you supposed to be doing work right now? I am doing work, actually, as I'm talking to you. Okay, okay. all right. I don't know how that qualifies as work for you, but it's fine. We'll accept <laughs> it. Uh, Donna Valentine is back in. How was it out in the hall, Donna? Um, I just got yelled at by our boss Crap. for not doing my job because I was just sitting with Lex and, and Hannah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then I'm back now, okay. and I'm ready to whip your butt. All right. I'm going to tranquilize Laura again. She's now no, 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 down. No, 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 okay. no, 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 sorry. No. I just put her on hold. Yeah, just okay. put the um, volume down. Don't okay. put her down. <laughs> right. Donna, are you ready? These are TV shows about hospital because we're celebrating through the 12th, so in case you haven't celebrated yet, you still got a few days. Okay. Physician's Assistant Week, and these are TV shows about hospitals. Goes like this. Denzel Washington's big break came in 1982 when he played Dr. Philip Chandler on what NBC show? ER. What show takes place at a hospital once called Seattle Grace Hospital? That's Grey's Anatomy. And what show takes place at County General Hospital in Chicago, Illinois? I think that's General Hospital. I think. That doesn't sound right. They're not in Chicago. Oh, oh! 
Oh, that's ER. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Maybe. that's ER. And the first one was, can you repeat the question? In 1982, Denzel Washington's big break, NBC show, Dr. Philip Chandler. Come on, uh, you got it. Chicago Hope. No, okay. that's not right. That's ER as well. Okay. Two ERs. All right. Well, Which... I don't believe ER was on in 1982, but a show called Saint Elsewhere ah, was. I love that show. Howie Mandel yes. was also on that show. Someday hey. I'll have to take you guys down the rabbit hole of this television theory that, because you know on the, uh, spoiler alert, the very last episode of St. Elsewhere, it shows that um, a guy, like the janitor's autistic child, was staring at a snow globe of the hospital. Yes. No, it's not the janitor. He He's not a janitor. Yeah, I, again, I haven't He's a doctor, the point, the point of it, you're right. The point of it is this child and the snow globe, meaning that the entire show was just taking place inside the mind, mind of this child, which is fine. But great. all these other shows uh, oh, that have crossovers wow. with St. Elsewhere are then part of the mind of this child. So it means like basically every show ever is really taking place inside the mind of this child oh. staring at a snow How did you figure that out? Somebody else did. It's on the internet. It could take hours to explain that. That was a really I just great it, like, ending to the show. That right. was an amazing finale. I anyway, like a what, plot twist in an ending. So number one is St. Elsewhere. Yeah, yes. I somehow got that. I started no. with St. Elmo's Fire, Dang. shifted to St. Elsewhere. Damn, you got that. And then changed General Hospital to ER. Er, Okay, so number two is... You guys both got that. That's Grey's Anatomy, Seattle Grace. I believe from my wiki search that the hospital name changed a couple times, but it started out as Seattle Grace Hospital. And what show takes place at County General Hospital in Chicago, Illinois, is ER. So I think Steve got three, Donna got two, Laura gets a T-shirt. All right, Laura. What are you going to do with the shirt? We have to remember George Clooney was on ER. St. Elsewhere, too. No. Oh. No ER, I think. ER. Right? Was he on ER? Yes. Okay. Yep. Someday um, I'm going to do a deep dive on this theory about St. Elsewhere. Maybe, I, you know, it's hard to explain, but it's weird. I like it, Rocco. Like, for instance. Oh, there's more. There, there um, like Richard Belzer, <laughs> what what like crime show is he on? Like, He's Law and Order uh, or something? Law and Order, yeah. 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 So at one point, his character was on St. Elsewhere, right? Sure. So that means that Law and Order all takes place inside, inside. the mind ah, of this child. I see. Six degrees. I see. And then that character shows up on The Simpsons one time, okay, right? Okay, so, oh, so, so The Simpsons all takes yes, place inside Queen. the mind of this child. Okay. And basically every show that ever interacted sure. with The Simpsons is then part of this child's mind. It's a, amazing. It's an amazing theory, and I just gave it about four minutes too much. <laughs> okay. Nice job. Bye, Thank Laura. you. Okay, I'll go talk Bye. to Laura and get Have her t-shirt day. size. You guys you do whatever too. you want to do. Bye. All right. See you, Laura. All right. Well, do you want a tip or no? Is it a good one? Yes. Then, uh, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 There is a, um, a natural comcast. Let's try this again. There is a natural compound in basil, which I love. Oh, lovely. Writing that down. I love basil that may protect against Alzheimer's. Really? Yep. This was just recently found. It's called Fenchol. And it says it could help the brain against Alzheimer's disease pathology. 
according to a preclinical study. They discovered a sensing mechanism associated with the gut microbiome that explains how this compound reduces neurotoxicity in the Alzheimer brain. So that is good news. That's all I know right now. So eat your basil. And then I have another tip that I saw this morning. And I think I feel like it was like that clickbait kind of thing. Oh, great. But I came across seven things you should never do with a magic eraser. Oh, okay. Seven things. Write these down and then erase them. Okay. They're kind of amazing, but don't use them dry. Part of the magic is all you have to do is use, uh, add a little water to activate them. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, otherwise it's going to be abrasive. Do not use them to polish your car or any delicately painted surface. Okay. Do not use them without gloves. Oops. Oh yeah. Why? You'll erase your, your body. <laughs> I think is a threat. I guess you're not supposed to use it on your skin or you're not. I don't know. They've got um, melamine foam pads is what they're called. Don't use them to clean your countertops. Do not use them to brighten stainless steel. And do not use them on anything without spot testing first. Thank you. Good night. Thank you, Donna. You're welcome. Hey, All right. We should go, huh? Uh, yeah, let's take a little break here. Right. Uh, when we come back, a little Brittany news for you. Yeah, Brittany, um, we've got some news on after she gets out of her conservatorship, what's that going to look like? And also, she's trying to get more time with her kids. We'll have those stories coming up next. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. DJ Rock Lobster's hanging with us as well. You ever heard of Britney Spears? Oh, yeah. She was just kind of a pop star turn of the century. Yes, yeah. yes. A good call. Good recall. Um, well, there is an article in page six today about her uh, conservatorship. She's not going to be, quote unquote, expected to fend for herself if the conservatorship does come to a complete end. I know she's got a court date on November 12th, but apparently behind the scenes, her dad, Jamie, is still worried about her. You know, she's she's worth 60 million dollars. I believe she has somebody, um, a good dude handling her stuff right now, her finances for her. But apparently he's afraid that she's not going to know how to handle day-to-day things properly. So I think they just need to relax. I mean, just like any celebrity, she probably will always have somebody managing her money, right? Like well, you have a financial advisor. I, want to add, I have some follow-up questions because mm-hmm. you've watched, I've watched one of the documentaries. I watched like the New York Times one. And you've watched at least two, right? Yes. Okay, I mean, she obvious. I mean, there's there's a reason why she she was put in this. There was obviously some yes, issues. Yes, it's not like she is uh, unjustly. People are not. People are worried about her for a reason. 
Yes. It might have just gone too far, correct? Or- yes. I, I honestly don't think she needed a conservatorship. I think she had some mental health issues that she is now dealing with. But to actually take over her life and say, we're going to put this, you know, this birth control device in your body. We're going to keep you from having more children. We're going to decide who you can and can't call. She couldn't even drive a car. Like, she wasn't allowed to drive her own car. Right. And I I don't know. As long as she has good people around her, I think she will probably be just fine. I don't know that maybe he'll be out of the picture, but somebody else will be in charge of the conservatorship. But the woman is making a lot of money, or she was making right. a lot of money, so she knows how to hold down a quote-unquote job. Do we and know, yeah, go ahead. Do we know if she got, like, intensive therapy or, or counseling and i would just i would sooner set up as opposed to a conservatorship i i don't know is there a way that you could just non-legally set her up with a support group where there are she has access to counselor counselors and therapists and things like that and yeah, she gets yeah. to control her money she's making money but she's been through a lot so just you know cutting everything off we want the conservatorship to end but you also want to make sure that she is ready to succeed. And I think that's why when she talks about, what does she want to do? What's that? What's that? We were talking about it earlier today in the show. Uh, she wants to do something big and new. We had it in a dirt alert. Oh, earlier today yes. Like, uh, she wanted to um, oh, uh, direct movies. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, in time, but maybe baby steps. Yeah, but Steve, I know what you're saying. But I feel like for the past couple of years, she has been trying to get her life back together. So maybe she is doing all of those maybe things. Maybe she's ready. Yeah. I, I don't know. I get the picture that she could just do a little more self-care time as opposed to running to the next thing. But I understand you just want to like break out of the chains and let me go. Here are things I want to do before that nobody would let me do. I'm going to mm-hmm. do them now. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and also, she doesn't get as much time. Like, Kevin Federline has primary custody of their kids. She gives him $20,000 a month for child support. And apparently, Kevin Federline is pleased with the, you know, loosening of the conservatorship. And hopefully, that will mean a, a, a shift in their custody agreement she can see the kids as long as they are properly supervised and safe. Um, she's worried that there's going to be some kind of curveball in November when she goes to her hearing. Uh, typically, a mental evaluation is required before terminating a conservatorship. But remember, she feels like the test is going to be stacked against her. She feels... Um, Whatever she does, they're going to find a reason to fail her, and she doesn't have any trust in that process. So, I could understand why she feels that way. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Haven't exactly gotten a, a fair shake these last thirteen years. Right, right. I just, I don't know. I feel so bad for this woman, mm. and her dad. You know, is saying that he's concerned about her, and you know, people are are firing back well no one's gonna make her go to the bank and cash her own check she'll have people Hmm. helping her 
And then Brittany's lawyer, who sounds like he's on the right track, has said that, you know, her dad is a um, uh, uh, a reported alcoholic and a gambling addict. And he does not have any kind of financial background, so he shouldn't have any part in her finances. Sure. I don't know. Money's tough. Money's tough. That's why we do Money Monday. It's (laughs) a service. It's it's a tough thing. Do we send that out to the city council and tell them what we're doing? What is it? The the public file and all that? Oh, that's a good idea. For the people. right, Steve. I've been doing it for years. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even think of that. You're right. Do you have any tips today (laughs) for money? Yeah, remember when Lori and Julie would do sex Monday, but like on a Wednesday? I mean, this could be money, 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 Monday, Friday. All right, you know what I actually do? So we have a, uh, my oldest nephew, Trey, he is 14, and there's this thing where he's earned up all this money, saving, 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 blah, blah, blah. Is this one who cuts your grass? Yes, cuts my grass. And he got uh, like $1,000, or he's efforting toward $1,000, and he has like a path to here so I can get to $1,000. And his parents said, hey, if uh, if you get to 1000 we'll put in 1000 and we will put it in an IRA, which you can open at the age of 15, by the way. So we gave him a money lesson the other day. Oh, cool. He said, if you put in that $2,000 and don't touch it at all until you retire, until you're 65, just forget about the money. It's there, whatever. $2,000 on an average return of 8% over the span of that 40 years. Mm-hmm. Will come out to one hundred and eight thousand dollars. Will it? You're doing you're doing hand math here, paper math. (laughs) Yeah, I like paper. I used a retirement calculator for that. Okay. And if it was twelve percent, I don't know why the number sixteen is popping out in my head. But you're doing compound compounding interest. interest. That's right. He looked at me and he said, "That makes no sense." And I said, "It didn't make sense to the geniuses when they started talking about." That's compound right. Interest, interest and, on interest on interest on interest. Yes. Okay. So compound interest would mean, uh, let's just say you get ten um, percent uh, for for easy okay. purposes. So then you you're looking at two hundred dollars for year one on that initial two thousand dollar investment. So the second year you're getting eight percent on twenty two hundred dollars. Correct. Okay, and yep. so on and so on. Right. Got it. That's what compound interest yeah, is. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. So if he puts in that 2000 now if it only got 5%, interest matters, it would turn out to like $25,000. If it was 12%, it would be $800,000 plus. Amazing. It's really, really crazy. Wow, you're doing quite the service for your little nephew. Money Monday quickie. Oh, yes! there you go. Uh, we're going to take a quickie break, my friends. When we come back... Uh, that new docu series, or is it as a one-off documentary about Brittany Murphy? Yes. What it, happened to Brittany Murphy? We'll get maybe a little listen to a trailer. Yes, indeed. Uh, that when we come back, it's Don and Steve.